Stop. 
move through the space. Thank you, Jesus. My world needs you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is good. You need to see Mary. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we worship you. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is good today. Our God is good today. I'm forever. Thank you, Jesus. you Lord this day we worship you we give you glory we give you glory we give you honor our God is good our God is great not a man. We give you glory, we give you honor this day. Blessings and honor and power and glory be unto you, Lord. Our God and our Father, we say thank you. Oh, Lord, you are God. You are not a man. And you forever be God. And you will never be a man. Thank you, Father, because you will do us God again in our lives today. Thank you, Father, for you will witness, we will witness your presence again. And Lord, today, we thank you for all the divine packages of blessings that you have prepared for us today. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, our maker. We thank you, our God. Lord, glory and honor and power to your name. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We honor you. We adore you. We give you glory. 
adoration and power to your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Worship you. We give honor to you, for you alone you are worthy. 
blessed be your name. Honor and part your name this day. We worship you. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, this morning we worship you. We give you glory and honor and adoration for bringing us together again this morning. We thank you for your faithfulness of the past and of the present. Thank you, Father, for you will ever be faithful, faithful in our lives. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory and honor to your name. Amen. Lord, we appreciate you this, this day that you are going to bless us again in your presence. Amen. Thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We appreciate you. For you are great, for you are good. You. Father, this moment, we plead the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. upon our lives in the name of Jesus. Mm. As we gather today, we gather in your name. We pray that, Lord, you will bless us in your presence this day in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we pray that in the name of Jesus, you will see us through today. Mm. You, will, you will send your word again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh Lord, and your word will bless us. Amen. And we will be blessed by your word. Amen. Glory be to your name. Alleluia. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Honor and part your name. Alleluia. We give you glory and honor. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to your name. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You are welcome, people of God, to this broadcast today. We thank God for his faithfulness over our lives since we have started. God has been giving us good encouragement. And we thank God because, again today, the Lord is going to bless us and encourage us. Uh, we bless the Lord because uh, God has prepared his servants again. This is the Fruitful Family Foundation. Yes. And then uh, uh, this is... Uh, uh, family faith, faith clinic. Uh, uh, and today is Shiloh Hour. For the people of God, what happened in Shiloh will happen to us. Yes. Shiloh is the place where God blesses people with fruitfulness. Yes. Shiloh is a place of fruitfulness. And the Lord is prepared again to make this meeting and this outreach a shiloh for us. The Lord is going to open up unto us. The Lord is going to bless us. And we, and we pray that as the Lord send his blessings, it will be permanent in our lives. In the name of Jesus. To God be the glory and honor and power and adoration. Amen. Amen. We have started our teaching, you can call it serial teaching, on character deficiency among believers. Character deficiency at home, dealing with it, and how to solve that problem. Because the issue of character has a lot to do with how our Christianity or what we profess to be as Christian, how is going to be a measure of fruitfulness of God to the life of men around us. Because as Christian, the kind of smoke 
that comes out of us or the kind of virtue that we release every time is what confirms us as Christian or not. And we believe that the Lord who is taking us into this teaching, we want to change the lot of every one of us that is here in us. We bless, we bless the Lord again that uh, the Lord has prepared us. We have started it. We have checked the issues on uh, uh, the, big, uh, the, 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 the personality of some people in the Bible. Uh, how they exhibit character. How they brought virtue to bear. And we can confirm them as Christian or believer. Praise the Lord. You see, you know, if you remember, we started from the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, from verse 2, where the Bible told us there that God has given us, has called us unto glory and unto virtue. And what is virtue? Virtue is character. So God has not called us only unto his glory. He has called us unto character or virtue. So the Bible said, I just want to remind you before we begin to this teaching that the Lord has prepared uh, our sister for the Lord us in Jesus' name. Mm. Hallelujah. Just put, we want to just uh, do a kind of uh, revision on what we have been taught so far. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't forget that scripture. That is the foot or the, the footnote, or what do I call it now? The, 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 the key scripture uh, of our study. Amen. Hallelujah. That is the key scripture of our study in the book of Second uh, Peter, chapter 1, uh, from verse. Uh, uh, three, hallelujah, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, all things that pertain unto life and godliness, when we talk about life and godliness, talking about our relationship with men, our relationship with people, our relationship with husband, with wife that we have, our relationship with neighbors, our relationship as Christian, all these things are things that God looks into before he blesses his people and before the Lord releases his blessing of fruitfulness unto us. And we want, we want to keep that blessing that the Lord has given unto us or that the Lord has intended given unto us. That is the reason why we are looking into the issue of character and, thing, and to prevent issues that will prevent us from receiving our permanent blessing. I know by the grace of the Lord, the Lord who has called you and called you to meet us and called us to meet you, and who have sent us with the message and ministry of fruitfulness, he will deliver what he wants to deliver to you. But we believe that to keep the blessings of the Lord also, we have works to do. And according to, that, according to that scripture, he said, verse 3 of that second Peter chapter 1, he said, according as his divine power 
hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Examine that. He called us unto two things together. He called unto to life and godliness, meaning our life that we live outwardly, what we exhibit, what we give men, what we release to men about our life. So what men sees by our life that we are living, how men are convinced about the way we live. So God has called us unto two things together. He called us unto life. He called us unto godliness. Godliness talk about your spirituality, your Christianity. How will people know that you are spiritual? You are godly without the life that you are living. The substance that comes out of us as believers, as Christians, and the virtue that we release or character that we release as such that confirms us as Christians. Read that scripture very well. According as his divine power, divine power, he gave us something through something. He gave us life through his own divine power. And if it is the divine power of the Lord that delivers unto us uh, what we say we have received as Christians, then it should not be a mere thing. It should be a source of blessings from the kingdom of God unto men. Our life should be a source of blessing. That is what we are driving after. That as Christians, we are not called only to be spiritual, to be sanctimonious, to do things sanctimoniously. We are called unto what? We are called unto life and we are called unto godliness. And also he said, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. The knowledge of him. It is the knowledge of God that set to us into what we really want to be we are, or, or what we ought to be. That is, we ought to carry glory and we ought to carry virtue. We ought to exhibit glory and at the same time exhibit virtue. Glory is the, is the things of the kingdom of God that God delivered unto us. But when he delivered it unto us, he delivered us that we too will release divine virtue from heaven that delivered us unto uh, that delivered power unto us and that delivered godliness unto us. So therefore, we are in this teaching and we want to continue it. Praise the Lord. And I know that God Almighty has prepared his servant, but I'm just saying that so that you know what we have been doing. So may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So and when I read verse 4, before I conclude on that, my introduction, he said, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Many of us as believers, we claim promises of God that are given unto us. We claim blessing, we want to claim the blessings of God, but we don't want to release the virtue, the character that we bless life, that we show to God, to show to people that we have found God. We have met God. We have the knowledge of God. It wouldn't work that way. That's what we are driving at. Many of us believers have been deprived of our blessings because of our character. Because what is flowing out of us does not give glory to God. And the heavens are not encouraged by what we release. The heavens are not encouraged to bless us because of the kind of virtue 
or the smoke that come out of us. The angel of the Lord that was for us, they are holy. And they are the one that delivers blessings. They are the one that delivers blessings. One day, a sister came to me when I was in Abuja. Hallelujah. She, come, she pointed out bluntly unto me, she pointed out bluntly unto me that she's looking for a life partner. And she wanted me to pray for her. As I wanted to pray for her, something as the Holy Spirit did not allow me to pray. I was focusing on how, the way she dressed. The Holy Spirit focused me on the way she dressed. She has this kind of attire or this kind of jerry call that are not uh, holy. They are not good in that. In fact, when I saw that, I, I couldn't pray for her. Then I said something to her. I said, sister, the angel that I command when I pray, they are too holy than you. The way you dress, if I said I should pray for you on what you have come for, uh, my prayer will not be answered until you change the, 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 way you, the, the way you dress. You can see all the manner of dressing. I mean, you, can, you know that kind of dressing that we are, we are talking of. This sister went with shame. Eh? I didn't know because I didn't mind the word when I spoke. Because that was what the Lord spoke to me. And I could not respect her above God's word. Isn't it? Yes. Praise the Lord. Somebody with this attire, which kind of, which kind of uh, spouse will have prayed for that, person, that kind of person to have? I said, look, the way you dress, the kind of angel that, that I command when I pray, they will not deliver you the blessing of the spouse that you are looking for. If you can, I preach to her, of course, I minister to her in the word of God, but I couldn't see her again from that time, so I rest my case. I rest the case. Oh, I, let me say, I rested the case of, uh, of our matter. Uh, so that was how we go on. So what am I saying? Lesson is that whenever we carry good aura, whenever we carry whatever we do, uh, uh, the way we exhibit our life uh, shows the kind of angels that surround us or that are working for us. For instance, if somebody is living in causes, hatred, malice, keeping, and things like that, you can, you can, you too, you can, you can tell the kind of angels or the kind of the kind of uh, um, of people. I mean, of 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 of, of, of blessings that they carry. You know what I mean. You see, because when somebody is only and you are prayerful, you are whatever, you command holy angels, and they'll be working for you. There are a lot of people who go into prayer houses. You pray, pray, pray a lot. In fact, if you know the years, many people have been praying on one thing in particular, especially maybe on the issue of finances, and their problem is still there for years because of lack of character. People can go to prayer mountains, they can do all this, they can do all that, they can fast, but they didn't have the character. Huh? So the God, I mean, which means that the angel that will that, 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 that deliver the blessings that they have been looking for, they have been praying for, could not work because of character, because of the kind of life that they live. You see, as Christians, we should be sincere to ourselves. Because when we are sincere to ourselves, then that is when we begin to solve many problems that we have. 
Because there are a lot of problems that we have that God had already solved, but character deficiency is preventing the blessings of the prayer that we have prayed, or the things that God of the of the things that God has released unto us. So we don't want your case and our case to be like that. That's why, because we know that even when we started the first day of this broadcast and this outreach, the Lord has already mapped out people that He will bless. And he has counted you as one of them. Whether you are hearing us on the broadcast, whether you are hearing us alive on this broadcast right now, since the first day when we started this outreach, as God has bidded us do, we believe that God has begun his project of imparting lives and blessing lives. Because do you know that our God had known those people that we are going to meet even ever, be, ever before we came out? And if you are here and you are listening to us, we are on God's deed and God has sent us. It means that God has sent us to you in particular. But what of character deficiency in the life of, in the life of each one of us? When we are praying, we are praying, we are praying always. We want to receive blessings from the Lord, when, but we lack character. We lack good virtue. Nothing will happen. And we want our blessing to be permanent. That's the reason why we are majoring on the issue of character deficiency in family or in life for Christians. Because a lot of Christians are Christians, they are born again, they profess to be born again, they profess to be saved, but yet they didn't have the life to show. In the way they conduct themselves, they speak, the way and their manner, in their conversation. And they are just wasting their years of prayers and and supplication. But the Lord meant well for us. That's the reason why he's uh, directing us into this issue of character, of virtue. So don't forget our scripture that we are reading. That is the, uh, the key scripture for this, our teaching. We are teaching in series of it. Of course, we have started uh, from the book of Second Peter chapter 1. That is the first scripture. So, Hallelujah. Uh, from verse 2 to 8. Hallelujah. The Lord, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. So, so if you want to know what character of Christian should be, just go and read and digest that scripture. Yes. Second Peter chapter 1, from verse 2 to 8. You are not called, you are not only called to carry God to carry glory, you are to carry what? Virtue. You are to carry character as well. You are, to, you are to release virtue of being a Christian because when you are saved, you are saved on the inside to exhibit life on the outside. Yes. You are saved on the inside to, to release virtue that you carry inside into the physical and people pick up what you release from what you are inside from what you do outside. And there is no way you can beat it. You meet people always. You go to places and you do things there. You are working in a place. You are a member of a church. Even you are a worker in a church or a minister in the church. Wherever you are, you must exhibit. You must produce the fruit. Today, the Lord is going to teach us through my sister. She's going to tell us today what kind of Christianity are we supposed to be? What should flow out of us as believers, as Christians? 
what can encourage people to be to follow Christ that we receive? Because the life of every Christian should be a productive life. We are, we are born to bear fruit, to bear holy fruit, because Jesus Christ bore it, and he called us unto the same virtue that he carried. Any virtue that is not that, like that of Jesus exactly is, is satanic virtue. And uh, you, must, you must stand against it and be sincere to yourself. If there is any virtue that you are carrying that is negative, you are carrying negative virtue, if virtue that is being released from you are unholy virtue and you are expecting the blessings of the Lord, you can't get anyone. We will tell you the truth. Because this day, Christianity has become wishy-washy. You don't know who is who again. But I want to tell you that the Bible said the Lord knows those who are his. And when he said, he said, Lord, those that are named after the name of the Lord, depart from what? Iniquity. When we depart from iniquity as believers, and we are living the life, the real life of Christ, the virtue inside of us is what we what we. Uh, what we release out and people will see outside what kind of life or virtue are, are you releasing. Don't forget that scripture. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him. If you have said you have known him, then you are called unto what? He said, who has called us unto glory and to virtue? He called us unto what? Unto glory and at the same time unto virtue. Yes. The virtue must not miss glory. The glory must not miss virtue. It is when the glory is there that the virtue will flow. The good virtue, the correct virtue will flow out. Don't forget the scripture that we read in the book of Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 16. When we started, I think this is the fourth series of our, of our teaching, or fifth. Hallelujah. In that scripture, the Bible told us there, it said, come not wind. Come thou south, south wind, blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out. And let my beloved come into his garden and have his pleasant fruit and eat his, eat his pleasant fruit. Our life is like is the garden of the Lord. That there are, Lord, there are glorious spices that must be flowing from there. And when the virtue, when the, when, when, when the spices uh, uh, is what is supposed to be. It will not only invite men, it will invite God. When you read that scripture, Second of Solomon chapter 4, verse 16, you find it there that it was the wife that was praying that the wind should blow upon her garden and the north wind and south wind should blow upon her garden. All manner of wind blow upon my garden. Check me out. Check my garden out. Eh? Let the spices that is in my garden flow out for my husband Jesus to come and be with me and eat of his pleasant food that I am supposed to bear for him. What are you bearing for Jesus Christ? What kind of, what are you releasing unto him? Are you the garden that Jesus Christ can collect or can be, Jesus can be attracted to that the virtue that will be flowing out of you as garden of the Lord will be the right garden that Jesus Christ, your husband, can abide? Who are you as a wife to your husband? And who are you as husband to your wife? 
Is your, is your life attractive unto your husband? Is your character attractive unto your wife? What, what are you bearing? It's not enough to, be, to bear a Christian name only, even as family. It is sufficient for us to bear the virtue of Jesus Christ, a correct virtue, to release glorious spices from our life. Saints. Eh? May the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. These are what we want to major upon today. Then my sister will begin to teach us now, by his grace. I will give him the, 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 the microphone. I will give her, rather, the microphone very soon. Hallelujah. I'm only preparing your heart for you to know the next thing that is in line. What, you, what kind of fruit should you be bearing as a believer? We have been checking it. This is series four. You can check it on our past teaching on this, uh, on the, uh, 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 in this pod being. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So, hallelujah. So, amen. The Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Uh, so you, where you want to reach, where you want to check our uh, uh, all, the, all our messages, you can check it on Be Fruitful Family dot uh, 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 dot I mean dot dot com. Be Fruitful Family dot dot com. Be Fruitful Family dot dot com. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, we believe that God is ready to bless us this day. So you can listen to all those messages that we have taught in the past. We are just carrying body in our hearts because of the life of Christians that many Christians release in family. Home as scattering today is because of lack of character. And we as I mean, and this home at Christian at Christian home. And we say that it is Satan, it is Satan that is scattering our house and things like that. And we never knew that it is we ourselves, our character, our belief, um, our, our, what we release is that is scattering us as family. As, as family, as ministry, we are burdened seriously about this. We have done a lot of counseling, done a lot of prayers. We found out that it is character deficiency. It's not even the devil. Yes, I tell you. It's not even the devil. Yes. It's not even the devil. It is you. It is me. It is we that we have to change. Praise the Lord. I know you will be blessed today, again, as we go into this, because we want your home to be perfect. To be that kind of home where the spices, where the spices, glorious spices, will flow out. Even if winds come, we have taught that also. If winds come from north, winds come from south, and, and blow upon the garden of your family, and blow upon the garden of your home, or even the garden of your life, only what will come out there is the spices of the Lord. I pray it will be so in Jesus' mighty name. Only what will come out of the enemy, let the devil come even with all the wind. Even let God himself release the wind. Like he released it upon, upon Job's family. And Job still remained Job before God. He never changed. So that's what we want. The character must be there. What delivered Job from all this, what, all what he passed through was, was what? It was because his character were correct. 
Yes. Don't think that Job was so much filled with the Holy Ghost to the extent that the ah, Holy Ghost really helped him. Um, no, 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 no. No. He, because he built a character. And when he built that character, wind blew against the character, and the character was still there. Because when God wanted to introduce Job unto Satan, he introduced his character. Yes. You see, you, have you, uh, did you see my servant Job? There is no man like him. Which means that God himself <laughs> elogizes and puts encomiums upon men that are living rightly. Upon women that are living rightly. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. Mm. I pray the Lord will bless you as you are hearing the word of God today. I, I pray when the Lord God Almighty visits you with any wind, what you will find out is the is the glorious spices of the Lord Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So last week, my sister, uh, we were not able to finish this, uh, what she started last week, because we had a kind of each on our recording, or on our broadcasting. Of course, we, we intend to repeat what uh, we didn't know that time because we had a kind of break in our, uh, in our recording. So, and then uh, you want to revisit that, that place where she stopped, uh, uh, the issue of what the character of Christian should be, and he took his, the scripture, she took the scripture from uh, the book of Galatia, I think. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. And that is where she was there, Galatia chapter 5. Exactly. And verse uh, 20. 20. So, 20. hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today, by the grace of the Lord, you are going to enjoy, you are going to, I just want you to open your hearts very well onto the messages that she will be bringing. Because if your life, if the character of you as a Christian is correct, the blessings of the Lord will surround you. Yes. The glory of the Lord will surround you. Yes. Somebody that is, that, is, that is living in anger and want to command angels of the Lord, never. It will never happen. Angels doesn't, doesn't, doesn't know those people. Hallelujah. They only know those that are living the life of Christ who have the good virtue flowing out of them. Don't you know that the word that you say can't? Huh? The way that you respond to even issue can't. Yes. The way you reply your husband, the way you reply your wife can't. What you say to the people outside can't. The way people sees you can't in what the Lord will do to bless you. Yes. If the Lord will bless you at all, you will look at the life you live. If God can elogize uh, Job before Satan, today there is no man like him. And Job was, I mean, was attacked through the Lord himself to go and check him. Psalms of Solomon 4.16. Go and read it. What did he say? If the Lord blow his wind upon your life, what kind of spices will come out of it? Check it. If the Lord sends challenges, if the Lord blow wind upon you to test you, to try you, like, like the Lord tested the, I mean, the children of Israel for 40 years in the garden in order to know what is in them before he deliver unto them their inheritance. That is Canaan. That is exactly, exactly what will happen to us. And we have our own Canaan in heaven. 
even before we enter there, our character also will tell. Our character has a lot to do with where we are going and what we are going to be. That is the reason why we are majoring on this issue. And we thank you for, meet, for meeting you here today. The Lord bless you, all of you that, that have joined us. Hallelujah. Amen. We believe that you are going to be blessed. Yes. Just begin to check your character. What kind of virtue are you releasing? Are you a Christian indeed? If you are not, if you know that you are releasing negative, negative, negative virtues, if you know that your character is wobble, it means that salvation is missing. Something is missing, and it is salvation. There new salvation. Because when somebody is saved, the Bible said all things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And when things become new, then your prayer, your, the answers to your prayer will become new. You will not be going to prayer mountains, praying always. People say that Jesus also climbed mountains, he prayed on mountains. Do you, think, do, you know, do you know what Jesus Christ went to do on mountains? Hallelujah. Do you know? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh my God. Our Lord Jesus Christ. When he came. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Amen. When Jesus Christ uh, enters into one's life. What does he do? Begin to hear it now from my sister. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm handed over the microphone to her. The Lord bless you. Good morning, people of God. God bless you tremendously today. If we are repeating the same thing, it's because we want you to be fruitful. It's because we want you to be blessed. Thank God for prayers. Thank, thank God for mountains. Thank God for all religious activities. But listen, God is watching over your character. He is measuring you up to Jesus. Mm. Many people think it's not possible to be like Jesus. My brother said last week, God told him that those that we, are, we, we make rapture, uh, should be like somebody who is sitting by his right hand. And who is yes. sitting at God's right hand? That Jesus Christ, our high priest. That was what the Lord spoke to me. He said, this, this example of people that are with rapture is right here beside, on my right side. On my right hand. God will not give wow. you any assignment that is too much for you. He's never yeah. the devil. The devil will, will carry a big load and put it on someone. And he will never touch it with his fingers. But God, we carry the, the heavier part of your load. Because he's a loving God. Yes. If he says to my, my brother that those that will rapture, we should be like the person at his right hand. At the right hand of God. It is not difficult. Not. Before give, God says something. Because God has done everything to make it possible. Yes. He must have provided the means through which it is possible. And it is done. you that will now align with his proceedings, with what he has laid down to make it possible. Never you say it is impossible. There's a song we usually sing. 
in in the in the in the uh, collected gospel songs that says, "Give me, give me a gentle heart, fill me with meekness, diligent heart like thine." That is Jesus, the image of whom God wants us to attain. Before we can be able to make rapture, this blessing is praying, Jesus my Lord, oh sorry, diligent are like done, Jesus my Lord, humbleness and patience, a heart of compassion in every small detail to be like him. People are arguing it's not possible to be like Jesus. Let's continue reading the rhythm of that song. Give me contentment in all conditions, be it even humbler than his lonely birth. Give me thou thy comfort. Give me also thy help in every small detail to be like him, that Amen. is Jesus. Give me enthusiasm. All these things are found in Jesus. And God is saying, if you don't attain this, you can't make rapture. Gospel, I mean, Collector Gospel Gospel 390 in our own book. Give me a gentle heart. You can, you can go for it and read and see what God is expecting of you. You must be like Jesus. Give me a It is a must. In things of thine, earnestness and more love for those of heaven. Give me more holiness. Give me Hatred for sin. Amen. In every small detail to be like him. Mm. Hatred for sin. Mm. Everything we are reading here is Jesus personified. Everything we are reading here is Jesus personified. In fact, in Hebrews 1.9, the Bible says, because he hated Sin and loved righteousness. That was and that is because Jesus is still blessed up to now. He's still highly rated and exalted, not, not only then, but even now. The reason why he was so highly rated was because he had hatred for sin. You want to be fruitful? You want, want to, to progress? Blessed? Whatever you lay your hand up, you want it to prosper. Whatever you ask from God, you want answers, speedy answers. Whatever you want, that the world will see you as fruitful, progressing, being lifted, being blessed, and being a blessing unto others. Hatred for sin. Just like how to be like Jesus. In that Hebrews 1 night, because he hated sin and love righteousness. God poured upon his life oil of gladness above all his fellows. fellows. That is exactly what he wants to do for you. So what we are reading now in Collected Gospel, I mean, Collected Gospel hymn that began with give me a gentle heart. God go for it. Meditate on it. You must be like Jesus. It is a must. You want to be rapturable, you must be like Jesus. In this hour, you want to fulfill destiny. You want to be what God wants you to be as the desire of your heart. 
You want to be fruitful in, 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 the, in one language. You must hate sin. All these things we are reading must be in your life. And that place is not only enthusiasm for things in, in the heavenlies, for spiritual things. Honestness and more love for things of heaven. Give me more holiness. Give me hatred for sin in every small detail to be like Jesus. Give me a heart of faith, a hope in thee. Give joy of salvation in Jesus Christ. Give me a living soul. Give a crown of glory. And when I shall wake, to be like him. Then in, in another song, the thing was saying many things. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. In this, in that. In this, in that. But when it came to a point, the person said, but I cannot be like Jesus. <laughs> but he said, give me grace to be like him. And that is where we are going. If God is looking for the image of Christ in you to be rapturable, because in 1 John 3, uh, verse 2, 3 there, he says, when Jesus appears, we will be like him. Immediately, a transforming power will come upon us, those of us that are still alive, when the trumpet sounds, and will be changed. This virtue in us that we were carrying that looks like that of Jesus. Mm. We transform us by the power of the Holy Spirit yes. to be like the person coming in the sky. Yes, that is what God will rapture. That is, that is the person God will rapture. Don't ever say it is impossible. When you say it is impossible, it will be impossible. Because you are a tripartite being. You have body, you have mind, you call it soul, and you have the spirit. The spirit side of you is made in the likeness of God. God decreed and said, and said words to bring everything to pass, including you. Although he molded you, but there are some things called word that he spoke into you to make you a living being. Now, in the likeness of God, you are God. Especially if the spirit part of you had been quickened when you received Christ. When it is, is quickened, it, 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 it becomes light, it becomes powerful, it has life. So, mind what you say. In John 10, 34, 35, the Bible says that you are God because you, are made, you were made in his image. Yes. It was sin that turned man into another thing. The spirit part was the, became darkness, was darkened. Yeah. The spirit part of you, you know, I said you are traumatized. Because of sin in Eden, which we inherited up to now, if you see a lot of that sin, you don't accept Jesus. The spirit aspect of you that is made in the likeness of God became dark, became powerless, became dead, insensitive to God and to everything spiritual. But the moment you accept Christ, the spirit side turned to light, became powerful, becomes, uh, becomes powerful, turns to life, becomes like God. And because that spirit is in you in this body, 
whatever you say is like the way God was saying it in Genesis 1. So mind what you say. When you are you have given your life to Christ, you are no more ordinary. In John 10, 34, 35, the place says, if you are, it was Jesus saying this thing. When they were kissing him that he was talking blasphemy to call himself son of God, he said, even you made in the likeness of God, especially those of us that are genuinely received Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, that believe that he is the son of God, in the spirit area of your being, you are God. You are God. You are God. And whatever you say, bring things to pass as was as was in Genesis 1. Jesus said, said it in John 10, 34, 35. Don't mind us repeating words. We want you to be like Jesus so that here you'll be fruitful. Here you'll be a blessing and there you'll be, when the trumpet sounds, you'll be rapturable. So, whatever you say matters. You are God. Jesus said, whosoever the word of God is given to is God. John 10, 34, 35. That is, in the spirit area, because you have accepted Jesus, you are like God. You are powerful. You are light. You are authority. You are king. You are everything. Like God. Everything you think God is. So whatever you say in this body will come to pass. So when you are repeating, it's not, it's not possible to be like Jesus. You are the one shooting yourself on the leg. But when you say it is possible, then it is your word. You are what you are by your word. As you think it in your heart, so you are. If I'm not mistaken, that's Proverbs 23.7. As you think it in your heart, and it is what is in your heart that your tongue bring out, brings out. So never you say it is not possible for you to be like Christ. This person, when he was repeating, repeating, repeating it, I want to be like Christ. I want to be like Christ. He was saying the things he wants to happen in his life. The character he wants his life to be emitting. That people will see him a Christian, a, 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 a small Christ, a, a small Christ. They named, they, 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 they named the apostles in Antioch uh, Christian, not because they were man, go, going to the mountain. Not because they can shake their head very well and use powerful words in prayer. Not because of their religious activities or what people say is uh, Christian practice. But because of their character that was exactly like that of Jesus. Christian means <clears throat> lead to Christ. So that is the expectation of the Lord, of the God that creates you. And that is what will make you rapturable. Start to say from today, it is possible to be like Christ. Repeat it to yourself. I'm saying it to myself. Allah grace, heavy's bar. It is possible to be like Christ. Repeat it several times. Let the Holy Spirit help you to believe it. And let it be part of you. Then you go ahead. To make use of the provision God has made for you to be like Christ. We said it last week. I'm not repeating myself. It's only those things we are not able to cover I'm going to concentrate on. It is the provision of God for you to be like Christ is Hebrew 
16. And what is there? Come boldly to the throne of grace in the blood of Jesus. Whenever he sees the blood, he passes over you. He smiles over you. You find favor. His countenance is brightening towards you. His countenance is good towards you because of the blood you are carrying. That is, search your life and remove everything that will prevent you from going to the Holy of Holies to your God. Now, come boldly in that blood. Receive grace. Under grace, everything is possible, even to be like Christ. Receive grace, mercy, help. So that that which is inconvenient, that which you think is mountainous and unsummatable, will be possible for you. That is the secret of being a Christian. That is the secret of becoming like Christ. Receiving grace from time to time. Anything you think, any character you see in Jesus, and you lay yourself side by side, you are not measuring up to it. Go to the throne of grace, receive mercy, receive grace, receive help on your nails. And by the time you leave that place, you have abundant grace. Through Moses' law was given. John, uh, Gospel according to John 1, 14. Through Moses' law was given, but through Christ's grace upon grace. And when you go boldly to the throne of grace, receive abundance grace, abundant one. Amazing grace in Christ Jesus is available. Help, mercy, to be like him in that area you identify, you are not like Christ. It is a must for you to be rapturable. That God must see that image that was lost in the Garden of Eden. He made us in his likeness, but sin turned into devil's uh, image. After receiving Christ, you must renew your mind through the word of God, through meditating frequently. You must be prayerful, pray without ceasing. Have covenant with God and always be before him in the secret place alone with him. And through that, you will be transformed from glory to glory until you reach the image of Christ. We said all this last week. But what we are majorly on now is, a, 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 you know, so that oil of gladness will be poured upon you above all your fellows. You must hate sin. All the character we are going to read in Galatians 5, 22 and 23 must be present in your life, because Galatians 5, 22, 23, we call it the fruit of the Spirit. They are nine, but it is still fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because Holy Spirit is one. And when you, you have the Holy Spirit, you should be able to give out these virtues. You should be able to emit these characters that go, we're going to read that. And why more? Why, why is God is God a Expecting, why does God want us to still repeat that today? Because of Ephesians 4, 13. The reason, let's start from 11. We read it last week. I'm not going to uh, uh, belabor it. I'm go- not going to stretch it, uh, stress it. We're only connecting us to today. Ephesians 4, 11. He gave us some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, 
teachers, everyone that you call spiritual in the church, and even the church activity, the religious activity, fasting, praying, everything you do, deliverance, everything. He, let, he allowed that one to be so that, verse 12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Why is he doing all this? So that we come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. It is only Jesus that is perfect. So yeah. God is doing all everything religious. Yeah. He gave you everybody spiritual around you to make you perfect like Jesus to come to the, that is verse 13, Ephesians 4, 13 now, to make you come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is the person he's expecting in heaven. That is the person that will be rapturable. Somebody that will be like the person sitting at his right hand. So that when he appears, all these virtues that you have gone into the, onto the, the throne of grace to, to obtain by by mercy, by receiving grace, and you, by the grace of God, they are imputing it to you. You are practicing them. That, those virtues and character in you we combine with the power of the Holy Spirit when the trumpet sound transform you to be like the person coming in the sky. Hmm? And you'll be attracted to him automatically. It is a must to be like Christ. Never you say it is impossible. So, that is what he made you his, his likeness. He has never lost sight of that. Yes. He wants to attain it in you. Yes. <clears throat> that is why he made Jesus to come and die. That yes. is why he gave you the church and apostles and teachers and whosoever you have. And that is why you are fasting, you are praying. It's not about because you want to be fruitful at a, alone that you will attain. Yes, because God wants to spoil us with blessings, mm. but so that you reign with him in heaven at last. So please, it's a must. And it is the expectation of God. He will not lower his standard because of your confession that it is not possible. That is what he's expecting. Start saying it is possible and start to receive grace. And you will get there in Jesus' name. So, we are going to the character. That is Ephesians 5, 22 and 23. If you look at them critically, everything is Jesus. Everything you see in, in Galatians 22-23 is Jesus. And that is what God is expecting. So go and meditate on them one by one. Align, put your life aside. Anyone missing, go boldly to the throne of grace in the blood of Jesus. And receive grace, mercy, and help to attain it, to achieve it, so that you'll be like Christ in that area. Look at it again. Anyone you're missing, go again to the throne of grace, pray, receive grace, and make sure they are formed in you. They are present in your life. Little by little, you attain the nine. And to maintain it, you have to be prayerful. You have to uh, be a reader of the Bible, not just that, meditating day and night. Joshua 1.9. I mean, Joshua 1.8. By the, by the time you are in the presence of God, praising, praising him, praising him, meditating on his word, word from time to time, spending quality time before him, 
praying without ceasing, all those ones you have gone to the train of grace by grace to attain, that is Galatians 22 and 23, we remain and we be maintained. It's not by power, by might. It's by these secrets that God, these secrets that God is divulging. The Lord will help you to be like Christ. He will help me to be like Christ. Not only being like Christ, attaining this nine fruit of the Spirit, we will maintain it and retain it until the trumpet sound, so that we'll be transformed to be like Him and be attracted to Him to eat at the to eat with Him at the marriage supper of the Lamb in Jesus' name. So, what are these fruits of the Spirit? Love. Love. Search your life. The Word of God is too, I just thought, as I'm speaking it, I'm, all, I'm also searching my life. Where am I? Where am I less the, low, the standard God is requiring? Hmm. Love. Do you really love? Read First Corinthians. We don't have time. I will have read it. Read First Corinthians 13. And see what love means. It's not about religious activities. You know how to pray. You have gr- good grammar in commanding prayer. It's not about that. Alone. It's about love. What is First Corinthians from four? From First uh, Corinthians thirteen, from four to seven says about love. What should we? What should love do? Uh, will you now say you love? When you see when you when you when you see all those things that love means in the real sense of it, your husband will you say you love him? Your wife will you really say you love her? By the time you align your character with First Corinthians thirteen four to seven, let's quickly read that. I will not belabor it. I want you to go and meditate on these things and receive grace at the throne place to make you love. To make you love if you have not. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. So, what, what, what does it mean to love? In 1 Corinthians 13, 4. He said many things about love. But he said, if you love, you suffer long. You are kind. Are you exactly like that to your wife and husband? You suffer long. You are not easily angry, you are not easily irritated, your patience is not easily exhausted, you are kind, you don't heavy, you don't prove yourself off as if you are something, as if after all I'm the head, after all I'm beautiful. You don't prove yourself up, you don't behave yourself or simulate, you don't seek your own, you are not easily provoked, you, you don't think evil, Towards your husband or wife, you don't rejoice in iniquity, you rejoice in truth, you bear all things with your wife, with your husband. You believe all things with your wife, with your husband. Although in marriages today, to believe all things is difficult. We, mu- we don't deceive ourselves here. We don't deceive ourselves here because the truth is lacking in many religious circles. So God is raising up, raising us up to stand the truth and nothing the truth but the truth. Hallelujah. We we are not interested in how many how large our congregation is. We are interested in doing what God asks us to do. Amen. The way He wants us to do it. Yes. Speaking the truth, 
Finding yourself in truth is truth setting you free and you being free indeed from all forms of deceit in our religious circles. What we are saying is that in marriages today, trust has run, run away because of one infidelity especially. Because of unfaithfulness in marriages. Yes, trust has gone away. So to believe all things with that man may be difficult. To believe all things with that woman will be difficult. But as long as God is not separating you, yes, because God separates those in marriages that are not fulfilling his purpose. I'm repeating it again. It is God that should, that should choose your wife for you. If you have not missed it, many of us missed it. It's only God that is correcting it in us. We did not even ask God before we got married. We did not even call him into it. Love you, love you. We saw through. We did not pray through. Are you getting it? So that is God was not involved. And he's the initiator of marriage. He's the one that can make marriage successful. As many of you that have been corrected and brought into right marriage, as many of you that did it well, what I'm saying is this. If you started well, you pray through it was God that chose your husband. And you are patient with him until you got married before you made, made, you made it. You did it right. It was God that appointed your husband to you. And you did not defy the, the marriage bed until you were openly given to each other. And you were given the marriage and the license to mate. To have fun together. Those of you that did it that way, those that I'm talking about now, it was God that was your father in love from the beginning. Now, you that did it well, listen, the devil is a liar. He has power, but he doesn't have salvation. He might have caused the husband or the wife to backslide, such that she was unfaithful at one time or the other. And you might have found out it may not be possible for you be, to, for you to believe all things. I'm pleading with you. As long as, as God has not separated you, because if you start well with God, you pray through God, chose your wife or chose your husband, and you did not defy the married bed, you did it right. But somehow along the line, something went wrong, and you cannot trust your wife again. You cannot trust your husband again. As it was God that joined it together. And according to the Bible, nobody can separate you. It was not you yourselves that found each other with your eyes and, and, and brought yourself together. It was not families that brought you together. It was God because you prayed through and you were sure. And you did not defy the married bed. So now that the other, the, you cannot more trust the wife or the husband. Listen. As long it is God only that can separate you. You can't separate each other. That's what the Bible is saying. What I'm saying now is that as long as God has not separated you, it means God still have hope in that marriage. Please work on bringing back that trust Amen. so that you can love again. Amen. Because love must believe all things. Yes. It is a it is a proof of love. When you are able to believe your husband. It is a proof of love when you are able to believe your, your wife. But because of what had happened, God had not separated because he was the father in love from the beginning. Please, let the person that was 
found unfaithful, that did something that eroded that trust. Take responsibility. Humble yourself. Sincerely confess and empty your bowels before that spouse about that thing that made that trust to go away. Then ask for forgiveness in humility. Promise and receive grace never to do that again. And please, you, be husband, be you husband and wife, receive grace to forgive. Go to the throne, uh, go to the throne room, as, as Hebrews 4, 16 says. Receive grace. Forgive totally and forget the past. Receive that, ask God to bring the trust again so that you can believe all things. These are, uh, from verse 4 to 7, are proof that there must be love. Jesus is the atom of love. To have gave his life for your life. And he's expecting you to be like Jesus to love. He had eroded your trust. Let him or her take responsibility. Confess all in humility. Ask for forgiveness in humility with all sincerity. Then you receive grace to forgive. Then ask that God bring back the trust so that you start to believe all things. Hope all things and start to endure all things. Receive grace in verse 8 that your love, which is called charity here, never fail again. The love of God never fails on you. Even when we do anything, whatever you do, he only hates the sin you are committing. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Because you are his creature. A creature in his image. He will never forsake you. He will never. Except you die. And an end has come. You have not repented of that sin. That is the only time God lose hope on you. As long as you are living. He will never. His love will never fail on you. This may be going contrary. You will be witness his anger and wrath because you are sinning. He's, he's sending. He's sending warnings. You are not yielding to repent. This may be going contrary. It doesn't mean he hates you. He still loves you. God's love. Jesus' love never fails. So God is expecting that in your marriage, your love will never fail for that spouse. Your love must never fail. So whatever mother calls it. The best, everybody must take responsibility, confess each other's sins to each other according to James, James 16 down, down there. So that you are healed in your wound, in, your, in the wound, the wound in your heart. So that the two of you are healed. Take, let, let one take responsibility. Eh? Let the other take responsibility. Confess sincerely to each other what had happened and ask for forgiveness. Then promise each other we'll not do that again. Go to the throne of grace. Receive grace, never to repeat that again, and fortify your relationship. Make it strong, and let that love work strong. Start to believe again. Bring the trust back. Love like Jesus is a condition for you to be rapturable. It's a condition. You must be like Jesus. Jesus' love never fails. Whatever you do, he will never lose up on you until you die. So, he hates the sin. But he will never hate you. So bring back your love in your marriage and let it never fail like that of Jesus. God bless you. So don't say, I give prophecies, I come to pass. That is what I say. Prophecies shall fail. Tongues will speak in tongues like fire will fall. Tongues will cease. If you have knowledge, 
You can know everything happening to anybody and it's a gift given unto you to win souls for God. Knowledge shall vanish away. But in verse 13, love abided forever. Love is the greatest. Love is the only thing abiding in heaven. Because God is love. Jesus is love. And one of the most important things, especially this night we are going to read, will qualify you for, for in heaven. So we say in heaven. So in your marriage, start it now. And let real love that has these characters in 1 Corinthians um, 13, 4 to 7, I mean 4 to 8, the kind of love that proves itself in these verses, 4 to 7, I mean 4 to 8, examine it. Is your love like this? If it is not like that, you are not yet like Christ. You are not loving your husband like Christ. You are not loving your wife like Christ. I said something. If you did it right and God has not separated you, you must bring back your trust and love. I told you what to do. But many of us that missed it, I'm confessing it openly. I, I saw through. I love you. I love you took me into marriage. I knew what I passed through. And I thank God for correcting it because he, he, lost, he lost me. He didn't want me to die like that. Many of us are having a second, second chance for our marriages to be corrected. But not everybody. Yes. Many of us were pregnant before we went to the altar. We have invited the devil to be the Satan, the father he loved from the beginning. That marriage can never succeed. If it's like that kind of marriage, God can still correct it. Yes, amen. When you realize you have done it, God, wrongly, you saw through, you did not pray through. The initiator of the marriage, you did not invite him. I'm sorry, I may not be saying what you expect, but the Holy Spirit is moving me to say this. Because love has gone away from between wife and husband. People are seeing them as husband and wife. They are wearing, they are wearing the same uh, attire, entering the same vehicle, moving along the street. People calling them husband and wife. But sincerely, many more marriages are divorced. Love and trust are no more. And where there's no trust, you cannot believe. You cannot believe the spouse. And when you don't believe, you don't love like Christ. That is why I'm talking like this. We, want, we must be like Christ to be rapturable. It's a condition that you must attain. And that is why you must find that trust and bring it back. The person in force should find responsibility. I say if you have missed it, if you were pregnant before you went to the altar, if you saw through, you did not pay through, you only love, 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 and went into marriage. And therefore, there are commotions, troubles, and there is no peace. Let each of you identify that you defy the bear. You saw through. You did not pray through. God knows how to correct it and make you compatible to each other so that the children, his heritage in that marriage will not suffer. But you have to own, you have to own up and say, we miss it. We are now inviting you. And he will correct it. But there are many that he may not correct. He, he has the right to separate them because they did not even involve him in the beginning. There are many like that. I'm talking, I'm talking out of experience. He will, if that marriage is not fulfilling his purpose, he will separate it and correct it. So, but if he has not separated you, if the two of you should go to the throne of grace and say, we missed it, oh, we saw through, we did not pray through. In fact, we were pregnant before we went to the altar. Mm. 
We, we invited the devil to be our father-in-law, but we are rejecting the devil now. Come into our marriage. Correct it and make us for each other. Make, be, rebuild us. Eh, 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 scatter us and rebuild us again to be compatible, compatible to each other. We are inviting you to come and be the father-in-law. He can still correct it as long as he has not separated you. So you still have hope. But what I'm saying is that you cannot continue to say, I cannot trust him. I cannot believe him. And you are showing to the people that, in the world that you are in marriage. God, you will not be rapturable because you are not like Christ. Christ, Christ wants you to own up, ask for forgiveness, and he wants you to forgive. Bring back that trust and start to believe. God will help us. So we have treated love to a certain extent. We don't want to belabor things because of our time. You must love like Christ. You must do everything to bring the love that has gone away, the trust that has gone away. You must, your love must not fail. Everything that has caused it, the husband or wife should take responsibility. When you have done that, we now go to the next one. The next one in Galatians verse 22, uh, 5.22 is joy. <laughs> joy. Do you know in Romans 14.17, if I'm not missing it, the kingdom of God that came into your heart when you accepted Jesus, it's not, for, it's not in meat and drinks and what you like or doing your pleasure. What will tell you the kingdom of God is in your heart is that are you having the righteousness of Christ? Are you, in, are you having peace in your heart with God, with men, with your husband, with your wife, with your, the people in your neighborhood? Are you having joy in the Holy Spirit? If the, your joy is lost, you have lost your salvation. Because the joy that David prayed in Psalm 51. Restore the joy of my salvation. It's one of the things you must be having. And that is the thing that swallows up the calamities and the sorrows the calamities of the world brings. That joy of the Holy Spirit, that peace of the mind that Jesus gives that nobody can give. You must have it. It's a condition that makes you look like Christ and is a condition to be rapturable. So are you having peace with God? There's nothing between you and God. You can say, I am with my God. My God is with me. There's no, there's no separation. You are sensitive to God. God is sensitive to you. You have peace with him. And do you also have peace around you? You must be like Christ in that. God, Jesus he has peace with all. So do you have peace? Do you have joy? Joy of the Holy Spirit. Even when you are passing through the storm, are you singing? If you cannot sing, and it is sorrow, sorrow, sadness overwhelming you, examine your salvation. Is it there? Has sin, little sin not creeped in to steal your joy and your salvation? Examine your life. You must have joy. It must be there. In trouble, you must be able to say like Job, Lord, blessed be God that gave it and take it. And this joy is joy of the Holy Spirit. Yes. It springs because of salvation. Yes. It springs out. It is in depth, inborn by yes. the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's a condition. It must be that. Sadness, people wear, wear 
uh, strewed faces all around. I see Jesus is wicked. Even when you are passing through troubles, people must see your countenance bright that Jesus is good. But because all things work, work out for good for those that love the Lord, whatever he allows to come to pass in your life is for your promotion, is for your goodness, because it's love. So when you are passing through your test to be promoted to the next class, and you are wearing that face, people are seeing that your Jesus is not pleasant. What, what kind of uh, character are you emitting to the world? What kind of Jesus are you presenting to the world? So, even in troubles, even whatever you are passing through, joy, your countenance must show joy. And it is not what you can work out. It is the salvation and the peace of salvation in you that brings it out. It is the joy of the Holy Spirit in your spirit. So when that is lacking in your life, you are not like Christ. You must seek him again. God bless you as you do that. Then we'll go to peace. We have said much. Everything we're examining is what God wants to see in your life to be rapturable. This is Jesus personified. The image he wants to see. The character and the, and the sweet salvo he's expecting to transform you to be like Christ and eat with him at last. God bless you as you align your life with each one of them and then go to the throne of grace to come to the standard of God. In any area you are missing it or that you are lower to the standard God is expecting in Jesus' name. Peace. Are you having the peace of God? Have you settled yourself with God? There's no condemnation in your heart. Yes, you have settled yourself with God. Those that have not done it, a sin is still condemning you. I'm repeating it again. All you need to do is acknowledge that I've sinned against God. Sin, sin means going contrary to the will of God. Uh, disobey the commandment of God. Anything you have done to disobey the commandment of God is sin. Everything you have done that God, God said do it this way, you have done it the other way, is sin. So if your heart is condemning you, you, are not, you don't have the peace of God in you. All you need to do is see the cross and wear Jesus' hand. Go to him, look at him and live. How do you do that? Acknowledge that you're a sinner. Tell him how deep, how bad you are. Confess. If you confess your sin, you have mercy. But if you cover your sin, that is um, Proverbs 28, 13. If you cover your sin, you will not find the favor of God. Here on earth and in heaven above. So but if you confess, you have mercy. Don't hide anything. God knows everything. You can only hide yourself from man. You can't hide it from God. He sees everything. Even the ones that are not come to your consciousness. He knows. Even the ones in your thoughts. He knows. So confess everything. Ask him to forgive you. Use the blood of God to wipe away those things. Ask for forgiveness. And then open your heart. Jesus is at the door. Call him in. Accept him as the savior from the power of sin. Savior from the hell. Everlasting fire. That that sin will have pushed you to. Then accept him as the Lord. That should be controlling everything concerning you. Give him your will. Give him your ambition. Give him your desire. Everything. Let him be Lord in everything. When you accept him as your personal savior and Lord, then he will come in with the power to go and see no more and give you peace that we are talking about. Then God will wipe away your sin with the blood for without the, remission, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. 
By the blood of Jesus covering your sin, God will remember them no more. You will do. He will see you as if you have never seen before. But continue in that grace. Be grounded in the word. Read and meditate. Pray often. Fellowship with believers that are really saying the Bible. I mean what I say. Bible-believing churches. Uh, join them. Yourself. Have personal time with God. Spend quality time to read the Bible. To meditate. Refer to some verses you see in the reference. And understand the verse you're reading. If it's only one verse one day. Meditate. And build your spiritual person. Then pray often. Always be in the presence of God. Find quality time to be in the presence of God. And that, that alone will transform you into the image of Christ. So having peace with God... You have to have peace with men too. You have to make resolutions. Those that you have lied to. Those that you have cheated. Those that you have offended. And God is reminding you. It is not only peace with God. Holiness you have attained. Okay. That will take you to heaven. Hebrews 12, 14 says. It is not only holiness that will take you to be rapturable. It also peace with all men. So, pursue peace. It's not easy to pursue. Because there are some people that are not people, peace people. Very difficult to, be, to live with them. But because it's a condition, and you don't want somebody to, 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 uh, oh, <laughs> you don't want somebody to send you to hell. So, you pursue peace with that person. But you can ask me. If you say it is impossible for somebody to, to, for some people to live with them in peace. What do I now do? With love, there's nobody you cannot conquer. Hey! Yeah. Jesus at the cross, those that were killing him, he was showing them love by praying for them. And you can say Jesus is the son of God. He can pray for the enemy that is killing him. I cannot do that. Don't ever say you cannot be like Jesus. I've told you that. It's a negative word. And because your spirit, your God, in the likeness of God, that word will come to pass. Say it is possible to pray for the enemy that is looking for my death. Say, say it now. I'm saying to myself, it is possible to do like Jesus. To pray for the enemy, enemies that are always looking for my life. And the I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me by his spirit. When the peace of the Lord settles in your heart, through Jesus Christ, the kind of peace that comes because of salvation, I mean, um, salvation in Christ, then it is that kind of peace that I can conquer such people that are difficult yes. to conquer. Because when, the, when you two, you meet Christ, you are going to meet that person that is so difficult for you to convince or to change. You will meet him with the life of Christ. Yes. With the peace of Christ. Yes. With the, with the love of Christ. Yes. It will be difficult. I am, we are speaking to experience. Uh, we have had enemies like that. People we call, people we call enemies. But when they see our constant life being changed and the life that we are repeating, I mean, we are, we are, we are releasing. The, the character virtue, we are emitting. The virtue we are releasing today. Yes. The character we are emitting. The character today. of love. Yeah. Not counting anything against them. Not keeping balance with them, whatever they do. Forgiving them even before they say sorry. When they see that, it will conquer them. Then go extra mile to do those things that others will not do for them. I, there, there, was a, there was a story. It's not a story. It's, it's a real life experience. There was somebody that was always looking for the downfall of someone. And everybody in that house 
that person was not it was it was a house built you know in nigeria we have some houses that are long uh, four rooms here four rooms here we call them face me and face you under one roof you know like eight rooms facing each other we call them face me and face you common kitchen common bedroom common toilet you know for those that are uh, uh, that low are uh, for the low earners so everybody in that place is not helping bring out uh, take his cloth that he will have won the second day to a, an important occasion from the line outside. It was the person that knows and he knows that he usually hunt after that went to bring that, those dresses and even ironed it for him. So that by the time he got home, rain had not beaten that, those clothes. He saw them ironed. Through that love, he melted his heart. He cried and said, I have offended you. So that is just an example. Through love, going extra mile to show the love of Christ to somebody because you are carrying the peace of God. Because Jesus love, the epitome of love is dwelling in you. It is possible for you to love your enemy. What about Stephen? If you say Jesus is, not, is the son of God. What about Stephen? Stephen is a man like you. Ordinary, call him ordinary dicky. Serving food in Acts 7. He was one of the seven deacons to serve food. But he, he allowed the image of Christ to be formed in him. And he, he did not say it's not possible to be like Christ. He was accumulating the virtues and the character of Jesus. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Have good names. As we are telling you. Because he must have been visiting the throne of grace to receive grace to do that. And by the time it came to his turn to be stoned to death. He was able to do like Jesus. He knew it will result to death. But he was able to say, Father, forgive them. Don't count this sin against them because of the love and the peace of Christ in his heart. So if Stephen could do it, you have no excuse. So it's better to go to the throne grace, receive grace to do everything like Christ. It's not only, only holiness that will take you to heaven. You must pursue peace with all men. And Paul says, as it is in your power, live in peace with all men. And those that cannot be lived in peace with, conquer them with extraordinary love. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. So, that virtue must be in your life. God is looking for you, for you to be rapturable. The image of Christ, the character of Christ. So, see yourself, where are you lacking? Go to the throne of grace, receive grace. And bring yourself to the standard of God. He will never lower his standard. He's looking for those that will look like Jesus. That will measure up to the fullness of the, of the stature of Christ to be rapturable. I am one of them because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You are one of them because you can do all things. You can be like Christ. I can be like Christ. I can do it. You can do it. Peace with all men. Peace with God first. Peace with all men. God bless you. This is Jesus we are reading to you. This is what Jesus said. Then, we talk about long-suffering. Some versions call it patience. Patience that is never exhausted. Do you know until God made me realize, I'm, I'm citing myself an example. If I and Brad Paul have been perfect, God will have ripped us into his barn in heaven. Because we are not yet perfect, that is why we are still here to do our bit. 
we are in, in the process of making ourselves just like you and me. And by the grace of God, we will attain that perfectness of Christ Amen. as God desires it, Amen. as God requires of Amen. us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So what I'm saying they, like this is long-suffering. I used to think I have right to be angry in the past until God corrected me that <laughs> your righteousness must go beyond the righteousness of the Pharisees to, to get to my, my house. I said, well, how do you mean? He made me a pastor over a, a, some few, a little flock. Some of them were misbehaving as if they have never had the word of God before. I was being irritated. I was fretting. I thought I had the right. God called me into a corner. He let me realize that because I want to be that, this virtue in you, to suffer long, to pacify, to, 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 to be patient and your patience never to be exhausted. That is why I made you a pastor. You know that in your church, if they should do it the way it should be done, you are not qualified. But I brought you to this position to train your patience. I say, wow. Does it mean I don't have a right to be angry? But your word says, I can be angry, I should sin on. You know God exhausts his word above his name. And you can hold him by his word. He respects his word. And he watches over his word to perform me. Once you know the word of God, you are God. So I was saying, God, it is your word in Ephesians or so that says, hey, I can be angry, I should sin not. Uh, and sin should not go down again, uh, uh, against my, my, my anger. God says you as a person. Because you must be like Christ. Your patience will not be exhausted. I say, wow, what a high standard. Then, I, because it was God talking, I brought to myself to the throne of grace. I said, Holy Spirit, I cannot do it. God loves to hear you say that. It is humbling yourself. I cannot do it, but I come to the throne of grace. This is a time convenient. What you have demanded for is too much for me. I, the flesh in me, the me that you are looking at, cannot do it. Give me the grace that my patience is never exhausted. Give me the grace to long suffer, to suffer long, to endure and endure and persevere over somebody offending me severally, never to react. I cannot do it. I was crying. I was lamenting. I was shouting. When I started to receive the grace, it was not one time I went to turn a grace, I must confess so, because I was not soft at all. Over time, God gave me the grace. By and by, God was transforming me in that area. My patience was improving. I was able to suffer longer than I used to. All now is working on me. But Brapo can bear me witness, and heaven can bear witness, that I'm a changed person. I may not be perfect yet. In terms of suffering long, being patient today, to fault, I may not be perfect yet, but God has gone a long way to achieve that character of Jesus in me. Because I usually visit the throne of grace to say, I am not like Jesus. My patience is easily exhausted. I easily get angry because I used to think I had the right to do it. It's only that sun should not go again. Oh, come down over my rod, and it's only against us not sin when I'm angry. Do you know that if you are not careful, you will sin when you're angry? You will say things that are, that, that are, that are, that are terrible. Yes. Let's be sincere with ourselves. When you're angry, 
It's better when you're angry, you don't talk. It's better, and it's very difficult. It's better God work on you. That anger do, doesn't well up easily. It's, that's the best thing. You will say things you should not say, you will sin. And if you are not careful, it will go over the second day. Then you become a sinner. So, the Lord worked on me, and he made me successful as a pastor over that flock to some extent. Praise God with me. So, if it's, it's something is expecting from you too, you must be able to work on your patience so that your rot is not quick. As a husband, as a wife, work on that. And Lord, suffer with one person, with each other, and with that neighbor that usually, that easily provokes you. It is then you are like Christ. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. Then, we'll go to the next one because of our time. I'm sorry. We are rounding up. God said you should be gentle. <laughs> Gentleness, I was not gentle. Ah, I was not. I was a paramilitary when I was in tertiary institution. We call it Manowo. I was the squadron commander. Commander, In my words, I was not soft. I was not gentle. I was not meek. In the way I walk, I was not gentle. It was, in everything. You can even hear my voice with that last speaker. I was not gentle. But because I visited the... Uh, I still visit the throne, uh, the throne of grace. Receiving grace, God has been working on me. Even in my school, as the assistant to the leader, I supervise and see teachers around. The way I fret on them whenever they are late to their class, whenever they miss their periods, whenever they do this and that, the Holy Spirit will say, you think you're right because they're wrong. Do not, that's Psalm 37 one, do not fret because of evildoers. You are a sinner already. Then I'll cry, I'll cry, I'll receive my salvation again. Until God worked on that area, I was able to take it gentle with the teachers that erred, that are erring. And by the time I started to, the Holy Spirit helped me to be gentle, to be soft, to be meek, to be humble. Even when they, 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 they miss their period, I will not fret. By the time I'm passing by, they will be, they will say, ah, mommy, you saw me, did not talk again. Hey, my fire, my fire. I said, I will do anything to your fire. But you have not talked. This is not like you. I said, because Jesus has changed me. Why are you fretting? Is it because you have done the right thing? Because we know we are wrong. They will correct themselves themselves. And in fact, this supervising, this, this supervising work is even easier for me now. That I don't shout. I don't, I don't fret. Because they are doing something wrong. They are the ones who condemning themselves and changing. It will be easier for you to live and to live in peace with your people when you overlook something. Their hearts will condemn you and by your prayer, they will change easily. I'm finding it easy to live with people because God is working on my gentleness. So you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. If he can work on me and change some things, he can work on you too. And he's ready to do it if only you visit the throne grace and receive grace, help, and mercy. You will do that in Jesus' name. Goodness, that is, you are kind. You give out what you have. It may not be money, it may not be material things, words of encouragement, prayer, smiles. Jesus loves you, can go a long way to cheer somebody up. Give, be good. Help, help others to bear their burdens. If somebody is going by the road, it may not be money. Somebody may be having a, a, a celebration. You can assist with material things. You can assist with money. But more than that, if you don't have, somebody is carrying a heavy load or swing, doing some, a tax so demanding. Put yourself into it and lighten his body. Carry part of the load and make him lighter. Be good. 
be good. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus was good. That was able, well, that was, he was able to give his life for your life. That is why you have a hope of heaven. That's why I have it. You must have faith. In fact, without faith, you cannot please God. If you don't have it, ask. Jesus is even expecting it. Jesus has faith. He will say, you tree be dry and never produce fruit. Immediately it will happen. He's expecting this from us. In Mark eleven twenty two. down where? I read it from 22. Jesus said, if you too have faith, you will do everything I have done. You will move, you tell mountain to be moved. Mark eleven twenty two. So what I'm saying is that God's expectation is God's expectation. You will not lower his standard. Everything he sees in Jesus, you want to see it in you. So that that likeness he made you in the beginning will return. And that is your qualification to be rapturable. So if you don't have faith, ask for faith. God, increase my faith. Give me living faith. By the time you tarry in that prayer, he will work on your faith. Everything you see here is Jesus. And this is his character. And this is the character he's expecting from you. Anything less, ask for grace. Then meekness. Meek. Quiet. God is working on my quietness recently because I'm not quiet. But he's warning me, be quiet. He said, according to 1 Peter 3, 3, 4 there, quietness, meekness, is their precious ornament. Far above all these ones we used to adorn ourselves. So if something is precious to God, you must value it. So presently, God is working on my quietness and he will achieve it. Yes, because I've seen it as somebody to, something to be achieved. Yes. I, I've seen it, I must be quiet like Jesus. Do you know in 1 Peter 2.24, they were accusing Jesus wrongly, doing everything to him so that we will not be able to do the work of the cross so that we, we live forever. He was dumb like sheep before his sharer. He did not, return, he did not defend himself. He only handed over his judgment to the right judge. God is expecting that from me. I is expecting from you. Jesus is not even send anyone in. If you try me, you will know that I'm an, an another person of God. If you try me. He didn't, he didn't send anyone in. He was perfectly dumb and deaf. It's not as if he didn't hear. He did not return and he did not defend himself. God wants you to attain that level. And that is what God is working on on me now. That even when I see things, I should overlook. Eh? My, my, my partner understands what I'm saying. Yesterday, something finished in the kitchen. Normally, I would react and say, you should know it's more than your hole. Why didn't you leave my hole? I will, I will, <laughs> but I just went ahead and prepared another one. And he knows I don't like preparing things when I'm tired. But I kept quiet and went. It's because God is working on my quietness. I want to be like Jesus. Even when I'm to give warnings, even when I'm to talk, I want to overlook. That is where God is working. He's already achieving it. So, wherever you are lacking, work on it. Go to the throne of grace and receive grace. You must be like Christ. You must attain his image. You must be like God to attain rapture. God will help you in Jesus' name. So, all other ones that are there, they are nine. Read and meditate. See where you are below standard. God will never lower his standard. And receive grace at the throne grace. Work on that through grace. And achieve it. Or that is how to prepare for rapture. Tra- being transformed day by day to the glory of God. I mean, to the image of Christ. And by meditation, st- uh, uh, spending quality time reading, meditating, praying, praising God, 
spending quality time doing your covenant time with God, alone with God, will help to transform you too. And before you know it, because at your covenant time, God will discover something that is not pleasing. He will tell you, child, will you leave this one for me? Even if you have not known before, you walk on it by grace, you remove it, you are being transformed. You are being transformed until you attain the full, the measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ that is expected. Then you are a rapturable material. God will help us in Jesus' name. Uh, the next one, meekness, temperance, against this, there is no law. Jesus is the only one perfect like God. If all this has no, 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 no condemnation against all this, walk on it and attain this, this one. And God will help you. There was a woman. How many minutes? There was a woman. He faced me at Facebook building. She put her stuff at, at, at her own room. And before her room, went to her work. People started using it. Or she would know. She would not say anything. Until they spoiled that stove. One day, and she said, Christian, others are not. They were, they were stealing. They were stealing. They, they would use the stove. They would not tell her. <clears throat> she would know. She would not talk. Until that day, they spoiled that stove. She could not cook anything. She went for African conflict, Gary, fried cassava to drink overnight. She did not say anything. Next day, she bought two stoves, one for those people, and she put one in her room in case they spoil it again so that she will not eat what she doesn't want to eat. Do you know that people were surprised, especially when that stove got, got, got spoiled? They were surprised because before she came, they were saying, hey, you have been silly, to, you, have been, you have been using this stove without telling her before, and she has not been talking. Now that you spoil it, she will not be able to cook her food. We will say, hey, fire will go out today. Hey, she will do this today. This house will fall today. She will talk today. But when they saw that she did not talk, they were surprised. The next Sunday, a little girl about eight said, about 12 says, please, auntie, I want to follow you to church. And before we know it, the, 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 the whole house containing, you know, eight rooms. In Nigeria room, you could have two people, three, four, five, up to that. You, in that building alone, before, without saying anything, her character changed them to Christians. And they, start to, they started going to her church. Do you learn anything? There was a woman whose, whose, uh, whose video is going viral now. Her character changed her husband away. Her character postponed her blessing and her fruitfulness. Eh? Listen. She, she was at her working place. She has attained a high level. They brought another man, which the management think was higher than her. She didn't know the qualification of the man. But she thinks she, he should be a subordinate. But they were asking them to be a servant, a kind of subordinate to him. The way she was reacting to that man was bitter and serious. As if, okay, you are serving our position. You are, not, you are not supposed to be my head. Later, she discovered that the person she, want, she, came, she wanted to marry, it was, it was that person's uncle. When, when she was to be introduced in the family, she met that man that she was bitter to at the working place. And the man said, eh, you want to marry this one? Oh, I'm not part of it. And since the man, because the man is elderly here in that, in that family, because the man says she, she, he's not part of it, that is how she meets her husband. And they were to travel abroad together. Character, character can postpone your blessing, can cause your brutalness to elude you. Can, can debar you and can cut away your fruitfulness in every way. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory for today. We bless the Lord. We, we know that uh, God has ministered to us extensively. 
Ah, by his grace, we will continue in this way. Mm. By the grace of the Lord, the Lord will use my person also to minister to you, uh, to buttress more on what my sister have spoken here. Hallelujah. Uh, so to get, uh, by the grace of the Lord, uh, we will still continue, as I said. So you can just look uh, up with us again on Wednesday next week when we continue it. But on, on, on Saturday this week, I mean, this Saturday, the two or three days that we are looking forward now, we are going to have our um, uh, prayer meeting, family prayer meeting, the deliverance, the healing, even counseling by the grace of the Lord. So we are going to have it. And then on, on Friday, but for, as from, as from uh, next month, we will announce to you, we are going to be having call-in program. Call-in program on Friday, Friday evening. Uh, we are going to tell you the time we are going to be doing that on Friday, on Friday, call-in program. Yeah, so each one of us can call in uh, to know what we are, uh, to, to, to chat together with us, to discuss together, so that there is anything that is uh, agitating your mind as believer and as family, you'll be able to discuss it together at that time. With the Lord help us in Jesus' name. That Amen. will be on Friday, one of the Friday, I mean, yeah, each week Friday. By the grace of God, we are going to intimate you uh, on it. And we thank you, those of you that join us on the broadcast. We thank you, Sister Biola, then Born Grace. Yes, Born Grace. That's a God good, bless that's you. That's a wonderful name. Mama Aqua. God bless you, Ma. Boye Barafel. God bless you. Joy244. God bless you. Yes, is Dave. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And some others and that some will others visit will our website, BeFruitfulPodbean.com, you, yeah. you will see our messages and the past ones too. Uh -huh. You too, you are blessed uh -huh. as you visit yeah. those, the, web, uh, the website and listen to past messages and today's message. Yeah. You shall be blessed. When yeah. the word of God moves your character, it will remove all limitations and you progress into your fruitfulness Amen. in Jesus' name. So you can reach us, you can uh, click on uh, BeFruitfulFamily.Podbean.com H-T-T-P-S BeFruitfulFamily.Podbean.com BeFruitfulFamily.Podbean.com So when you, uh, Podbean, I mean P-O-A-D-E-N Podbean.com And you can contact us also on Plus two three four eight zero eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero eight zero plus three plus two three four eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero and plus two three four three eight two seven eight two nine zero. The Lord bless you. Amen. Uh, I am Pastor Luakule Paul. And my sister, Allah uh, Ubaju Grace. Allah Ubaju Grace. God bless Alleluia. you. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, we still meet together with you, as we hope that you join us on Saturday by 3 p.m. for the prayer meeting. 
So the Lord bless you. And by the grace of God, when we start Friday uh, meetings, you'll be able to ask questions, you'll be able to call in yes. to discuss things that are above you. We pray together because when two shall touch anything yes. on earth, the Trinity will handle it. That is the Bible. God bless you. Hallelujah. Bye for now. God bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. Bye. Thank you, Jesus.